Hi listeners, you are listening to Deacon Conversations, the newest podcast in the town. This is Basab, your host today for an yet another new episode. I work with Deakin University and I'm responsible for all the marketing activities in the region of South Asia. Deakin Conversation podcast gives you a glimpse of life in Australia as an international student as we bring to you different stories from some of our brilliant students at Deakin University. Moving to a new country to study at university is exciting, but it might also be a bit of daunting and tiring. After all, there is a new culture to get used to, new friends to make and new ways of studying as you transition from home institute to a foreign university. Our guest for today is Adit Pawa. Adit was born and brought up in New Delhi, India. He was a student with uh, DPS and then shifted to Melbourne as a 17-year-old young student to pursue Bachelor of Business Sport Management from Deakin. Sport in general for him has been an integral part of his life and he has been playing competitive cricket since he was eight years old. He has been involved with sport right from the beginning uh, through his school years and now balancing it alongside his work and uh, study commitments. It's a bit tough, but he's done it well so far. He graduated from Deakin in 2018 and has worked in the sport industry for some time now. He was involved with IPL, Indian Premier League with Rajasthan Royals in 2019 season, as well as with the Australian Cricketers Association in Melbourne. He has also worked with the Australian Open and the Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne. He is currently pursuing a Master of Business Analytics from Deakin University with an objective, with an aim to work within sport analytics in the future. Hi Adit, welcome to the show. You have a lot of achievements to feel proud of, isn't it? That, that's a very, very good uh, intro for, for me. But now, nah, thank you uh, for inviting me and having me on this podcast. Great. So we have some questions for you. We have listeners uh, who are aspiring international students who want to kind of study abroad. And I think this conversation would really help them to understand how life is in Melbourne, in Australia, or probably for that matter, any of the overseas destinations. So I'm sure it will be pretty much insightful for them. So Adit, I'm really keen and interested to know how did you kind of develop passion for sports and who has been your, I'd say, role model? I mean, who probably you have followed since your childhood? Any challenges that you might have faced with balancing academy? Because it's not that easy kind of uh, going for training. You might have gone for coaching and then again, managing your school assignments. So how did you do it? Well, one thing I can assure you, Basab, it is not easy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Look, um, how did I get involved uh, with sport or develop a passion for sport? Um, That's a tough question to answer because like like you mentioned in in my intro a little bit, I've always been involved in sport, in cricket particular, since a very young age. So I guess Mm. the way that I got introduced to cricket was just like majority of Indians do by just playing cricket cricket on the streets with with your neighbors and obviously being young you have a lot of energy so you you hardly stay inside the house you're always outside playing running around um and then i think my parents obviously wanted me to be active and sort of get involved in in sports so i think that went a long way in getting me involved initially but then once I'm I sure you need that support actually from parents because generally I've seen parents are worried like how would my child manage both the things so yeah great to know that 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And then once I joined the club, I guess initially I started enjoying it, obviously making friends, and then got to a point where I started realizing a little bit that I'm actually like any any good, like I'm I'm enjoying it. So then it just sort of kept building from there, and then now I guess like it's it's a very integral part of my life, and it's it's almost like a stress buster or a stress release. Where like if if I'm playing sports, it's it's not like a commitment. It's more sort of I'm having fun. I'm enjoying. I'm having a good time. I'm sure because probably uh, things that you love, and when you do those things, you're never tired. It, it's kind of a stress buster. And as a matter of fact, like you said, sport is kind of an integral part of your daily life now. And we know for a fact that you were. Uh, Cricket Victoria Player of the Season in 2015-2016 season uh, while studying at Deakin University Bachelor's of Sport Management. Tell us more about this achievement and how did the infrastructure and facilities and even for that matter being a student at Deakin University helped you along the way. Yeah, it was it was very overwhelming for me because obviously coming to a foreign country um, as a 17-year-old is is very hard. It's it's very challenging and very daunting at the same mm. time. Um, so not not having to know anyone here for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out of my shell to joining a club where I I didn't know anyone to receiving an award which is essentially across the whole state. Um, I was very overwhelmed by it. I, I wasn't expecting it, and I wasn't expecting anything of that sort. So that made it even more overwhelming. Whereas if you're sort of expecting to get something, you can prepare yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, when when you're not expecting to uh, get something, and then you sort of suddenly have to have to receive it, like it's it's very very overwhelming. Um, in in terms of like the facilities and stuff, like Deakin has really good sports facilities. So I think there's there's two oval. oval grounds um there's there's a excellent gym there um so i stayed on camp during my initial years in melbourne so having the deakin gym to go to was very convenient because it was on campus and i was staying on campus so it made life a lot easier where i didn't have to worry about finding a gym or or worry about like the travel and stuff like that so so that i think helped me a great deal also just to settle in to the the country the environment and and surroundings and then there's like indoor stadiums there's outdoor um courts and stuff as well so in terms of the overall facilities across all sports I think it's it's really good to have a campus where you've got the opportunity to actually go out and do what what you want to do from like at least a sporting point of view. So basically that means Deakin University was one of those destination where you had facilities and of course uh, because not all universities have such like oval grounds and and such facilities so definitely it must have helped but i'm kind of uh, curious I'm, i know uh, that you have played when you were in delhi as well so this through that environment sport environment or for that matter i would say players athletes or the entire culture is different it varies from country to country uh, yep. so and you managed to be uh, that cricket victoria player of the season so at any point of time did you feel uh, you were like alienated in terms of sport culture or was it like they were pretty receptive and, and the culture was embracing enough for you to kind of immerse into the system no like it, it was very challenging i'm going to be very honest it was challenging because again like as as a 17 year old who's lived in india pretty much all my life um coming to a completely different country not knowing anyone uh and and putting myself in a 
in a social environment not knowing a lot of people it was challenging but the the culture here as it is and this is not just sport but across all uh, different environments the culture as it is is very uh, open and very very inviting so melbourne i think has has the largest multicultural population in the world um so having obviously people from yes you have australians but having people from from all over the world mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. contributes yeah. a great deal that sort of open receptive culture i think goes a great deal into um getting to know about the people the way they socialize the way they eat drink stuff like that so you said it's challenging but it is equally demanding because in order to like the way you have fared well in sports in australia i'm sure you might have gone through that rigor and then kind of uh, balancing your studies i think university had adequate support kind of you know uh, help you and it's we know for a fact that you have a flexible pattern of education i mean it's not kind of rigid timing with most of the australian universities yep. especially with deakin we have a fantastic uh, cloud campus so you didn't uh, stumble upon uh, any any difficulty uh, managing your studies right now look i wouldn't say that i i didn't stumble upon any difficulties at all um mm-hmm. i did stumble upon some difficulties because obviously it doesn't matter sort of whether you're in school whether you're you're doing your bachelor's master's phd whatever you if you're studying you you're going to come across challenges and difficulties so there's there's enough and and more than enough support around you at deakin to help you go through that mm-hmm. so like you mentioned like deakin provides a very flexible timetable and and the study structure so the course structure so there's enough resources and infrastructures and mm-hmm. peers and colleagues and and mm-hmm. all those sort of things around you to help you through that whole journey um so i think that goes a long way in you and then it it also adds to the whole experience of studying abroad in a foreign country i guess Mm. and this is evident from the fact that we have been consistently for year after year i think we have been number 1 in victoria for students experience and satisfaction so yeah, yeah. there you go that's this. that's an excellent sort of <laughs> metric to to sort of showcase exactly what i what i just mentioned hmm it's so uh like you know you have studied bachelor of sport management uh, how did it change to business analytics what made you decide to kind of pursue business analytics for your master's degree postgraduate degree when you were through and through sports student in your UG years yeah i i know, so i i i actually get that question a fair bit from from people who know me through over the years mm-hmm. and like it's so my ultimate goal is still sports right so down the track i do sort of want to work in sports analytics so that's the long term career goal i guess Mm-hmm. Um so the way that I sort of stumbled upon analytics was because as part of my sports management uh, course uh, during my bachelor's um there's a core unit that I had to complete which was business analytics so which is an introductory unit um now before that I had no intention or, or even the idea of of what's included in the, in it and what's what's the goal with it basically um but i i did that as part of my bachelor's and then i really enjoyed it and it intrigued me and then I think it was after I graduated I was going through like a, as I was casually watching a movie and stuff and then I stumbled upon Moneyball which I'm not sure if you've seen it but yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a I very sort of that movie yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's a very popular um movie about around sports analytics and it's based on a true story so that's just got me thinking I was like huh that might be interesting and then I started to look at um 
options and stuff and then i didn't want to do a masters just in sports analytics because i already had a bachelor's in sports so i wanted to do a more broader degree in business just so it sort of <laughs> helps me widen my my scope a little bit down <laughs> the track as well um <laughs> so that's how i went about doing business analytics and then because i already had such a good experience during my bachelor's at deakin i couldn't think of better university to just do my masters as well because i i found it so convenient during my bachelor's yeah but i mean one uh, it broadens your uh, purview your horizon in terms of uh, knowledge and also because of the fact that i think like you said uh, you pursued uh, this program with deakin university and we know that we have uh, ibm center of excellence and sas visual collaborative which adds up to this course i mean it kind yeah. of value adds this course great so do you have some like really exciting moments fond memories uh, uh, while you were a student uh, during an undergrad and of course uh, when you were part of uh, the cricket club that you'd always remember and cherish throughout your life well i've got a lot of fond memories some i can remember some i can't remember so then you have them well let, let's not go there um but um I think getting the player of the season award in my first year um um was was probably definitely something which I'll never forget. Um and then I think more more sort of like particular memories it's it's the people that I met during the journey. So I've got like so I stayed on like I mentioned I think before I stayed on campus for my uh, initial 2 to 3 years or 2 years mm-hmm. while I was doing my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. um and the best thing about staying on campus at deakin is that you get to meet people from all over the world who are students so you get to know so much more about like different countries and like get to interact with them hopefully make make friendships and connections and then it sort of op- opens up pathway for you to go and visit them or for, for them to visit you So I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from time on campus and and in general is meeting people and and having those connections and friendships mm-hmm. who who I know that I can count on them and and they're not just in India or Australia they're all around the world. I mean you build those connections those relations I mean which eventually help you later in your career I'm mean, I'm sure and and of course Deakin has got one of the best accommodations in terms of facilities also and and I agree with you uh, that the very essence of uh, studying abroad is to kind of have that feeling of different culture rub your shoulders with people from different walks of life yep. and that's what you experience when you stay on campus because off campus you tend to stay alone and probably you never get that experience Absolutely and like on campus there's like a lot of apart from obviously like having a room or having a place to stay there's a lot of sort of fun social activities that happen on campus so it just makes it that much easier for you to meet people and talk to people because you're already in a social environment and i think recently my last year on campus um there was another sort of additional residential building that that got constructed so i think um the the on campus capacity at deakin is like the the residential capacity is very high so hmm. there's a lot of people for you to meet and interact with and when when you're in that social environment you're bound to feel comfortable and, and interact of, with people and probably exactly. build your interpersonal skills which eventually helps 
Great. Yeah. So, Adit, do you mind if we take this particular interaction to a rapid fire round with you? Absolutely. Go for it. Uh, so, you won't really have much time to kind of think, but it's it's gonna be like quick. So, whatever comes That's in right. your mind pops up in your mind. You have to answer that. Try to answer them as quickly. <laughs> okay. So, uh, who is your favorite superhero and why? Batman, just because of probably Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale. Hmm. Cool. You watched Moneyball, and that leads to this question: If a movie was made of your life, who yep. do you think play you? Oh wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe Shahid Kapoor. I don't know. I think I oh. like him as an actor, so I, I think. Or do you think you resemble him, or he resembles you? I mean, either ways. Well, I hope. I hope so. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, what is the one thing that you won't, you wish you didn't? I mean, you own something, but you really wish yeah. you didn't own it. So, uh, so what's something that I wish I didn't own? Yeah, you own currently, but yeah. you wish you didn't. Um, I guess this is actually harder than I thought. <laughs> um. I'm going to say shoes. I've got a lot of shoes. Oh, they're like obsolete, redundant now. Yeah, like I'm I've got like I've got a lot like a very big collection of shoes and I I only wear like two or three pairs, so I don't know why I've still got them. Okay. So if you had access to a time machine, uh where and when uh would you go? Which era probably would you go? I'd probably go to the 70s and 80s. Um, mm-hmm. Or seventies, I'd say seventies. Um, and, and what's the reason? I just think it it was a very cool era. I just I just feel like it was a very that retro of, thing. Are you like yeah, uh, retro sort of retro uh, okay. hipster vibes and like that sort Bell of that sort of vibe. Yeah, okay. subs- yeah, all, all those sort of ah, things. I think okay. it'd be very cool to actually live through that. Hmm. So fond of movies from those era. Yeah, yeah. No, I I do enjoy them. Okay, so next, uh, if you could choose your nickname, what would it be? Well, my my name as this other there's only four letters, so it's it's as this very short. But I like people when people call me ads. A lot of people here call me ads, mm-hmm. whether it's yeah. That's Aussie, yeah, I know. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's sort of the uh, Aussie thing is to just add S at the end of everything, and it becomes your name. Yeah, if yeah. your last name sort of Brown, you become Brownie. It's just yeah, yeah. It's very common here. So ads is probably I like it when people call me ads. Great. So, uh, yeah, with this we end our rapid fire session, and I'd really like to thank you, Adit. I must say this conversation was really insightful, and a lot of students who are probably listening to this podcast, uh, many of them I'm sure are also looking at. Uh, besides, of course, overseas, uh, aspiring to study overseas, they're probably also looking at uh, pursuing their passion for sports, and I'm sure this particular episode would help them to understand the culture and how to kind of approach it. Any advice, a final advice that you would like to give? First of all, thank you very much for inviting me to this podcast. Um, I hope some of the listeners can actually take something out of this. My only advice to, to someone planning to come to Melbourne or, or 
any foreign country for that matter is just it's okay to be to be a little scared because i know you probably will be or m- most of you will be so it's okay because everyone goes through that phase so you're you're not the only one and just initially it's fine if if you don't interact or, or whatever but just whenever you do start feeling comfortable just try and put yourself out there into like different situations and um yeah. chatting with with different kinds of people just so i think in, in the long term it will just help you a lot it will yeah. help you a whole heap and and like i said I, i hope like some people get something out of this um which i'm sure and i'm always i'm always open to connecting or talking to someone whether it be on social media or linkedin whatever um i'm i'm always open to have a chat just so because i get that i've been through that journey i un- i understand how it feels um and having someone there to just talk you through the different different sort of um phases i think is very useful great thank you so much pleasure connecting no worries. Uh, with you today adit uh, uh sorry it was it was great chatting with you pasa belo likewise you likewise uh thank you listeners uh, for tuning in and uh, we'll be back uh, again uh, with another new episode soon and and for more stories uh, like this you can probably log on to the kin navigator bye for today and take care